Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas and I've, I'm so delighted to be able to start uh, our 377 episode of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. And on the other uh, end of the line is John Higgins from Australia. He, he is the organist of uh, Morwell Presbyterian Church in Australia. And uh, he visited Vilnius in our church uh, some months ago, maybe last year in spring, in uh, I believe in, in, in April. And he played... Uh, a wonderful organ recital in our church. I have to emphasize that John is our one of the first uh, online students and has been with us uh, since I believe beginning of 2012. So thank you so much John and welcome to the show. Thank you so much and thank you for your kind words and welcome. And uh, today um, I have to remind our listeners that uh, John uh, has been a guest on our podcast conversations a number of times. And um, today we'll be talking about his newest release of DVD. He uh, recorded uh, and released a DVD recording uh, uh, which Osha and I gladly saw last weekend and uh, it has been recorded in his church in, in Morwell Presbyterian Church St. Andrew's Church it's called right so wonderful it's uh, I think achievement in itself to publish this DVD so we'll be talking a little bit more about your process about your your struggles right John uh, first of all, how did you come up with the idea to publish this DVD? Uh, there's many, many contributing factors. Um, I, I mean, none of this, none of this would have even been possible without learning how to play the organ first. And um, I've been on such an incredible journey, um, being your student and learning over the internet and. Um, aside from learning how to play, also having um, the belief and bravery 
to try to uh, make this DVD because uh, I would say one of the hardest battles I had was convincing myself that it's worth doing it, that, that my playing was worth uh, recording for other people. Um, and then a number of other things came together that that um, I would say is providential that we had a wonderful, wonderful historic organ in our church, which I'm privileged to play regularly. And uh, I made a new friend who had for the local TV channel in our area. Uh-huh. And so he had all of the expertise and all of the equipment that uh, professional um, TV camera equipment and microphones and uh, so it seemed to me that all of the pieces of the puzzle came together at one time. Yes. Wonderful. Um, you know, not too many organists do this, right? They continue to play the organ, sometimes play recitals, but recording uh, recording uh, a DVD or a CD, for example, is really a big achievement, I, be, I think, right? Because every note that you record is like an evidence. It will be there if, with you 10 years after this recording has been published, maybe 20 years, maybe for your entire lifetime, right? So it's wonderful that you committed to this. Was it a, a very, very um, strenuous work for you or, or did you record it in a few sittings? That's right. It was a it was a very uh, a, a very time consuming process because there were so many details that I didn't consider that I I had in the back of my mind that the hardest challenge was going to be playing the music and yet I found that I was stretched and challenged in so many other areas of my life and and having to learn new skills for the first time that, for example, learning how to speak to a TV camera, uh, learning how, how to move your hands at the right time, how to walk slowly and leisurely, um, and then all of the video editing process, how that was done, and um, the artwork design, and then dealing with the DVD manufacturing company and making sure that, uh, that they made it exactly right and checking it at all times. There was a, a huge a huge amount of work and lots of different dimensions that I hadn't thought about. Right. Um, so I've seen you play in Vilnius and I've seen um, your um, DVD here uh, in our living room with OSHA and we were so impressed that a person who has started playing the organ literally seven years ago could do things like that on a large uh, three manual organ in Vilnius but also uh, on your two manual instrument uh, in Morville right um, we were so impressed and you are like a living example 
what a person can achieve regardless of age. It doesn't matter when you start, uh, right? It doesn't matter that you didn't start uh, at six years old or seven years old like uh, famous virtuosos would, would, would start, right? It doesn't matter that you didn't have a formal musical education. Uh, where is the will? There is the way. I believe this kind of saying fits you very well because you had a passion, you had a dream, and you persevered and uh, saw it through. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. And uh, as I said at the start, I have been able to achieve many of this without um, the teaching and support and coaching that you've given me online. Um, but I think even more than the coaching has been the challenge and inspiration because I think this experience has um, been one of the bravest things that I've ever done because of so many self-doubts. And uh, for example, when I when I did the initial recordings, I I played um, the music over about two days. Uh huh. And. Then I did the introduction to the DVD and the introduction to all the pieces at the end of that recording. And that was a big mistake because I was so tired after all of the playing that, that uh, I was very flat and didn't have energy to uh, speak about the pieces to the camera. And uh, um, I took a copy of the footage away and started looking at it. And I looked at my playing and I looked at the, the, the speaking that I was doing and I thought, oh, maybe I should quit this right now. <laughs> it's no good. And um, I had some I had some of my very close friends have a look at the, the initial footage and they said, this doesn't look like you. Right. You're not, you're not smiling. You don't have energy like you normally do when we speak to you. Mm -hmm. And so then I had to, um, I, I spent about nearly two weeks agonizing over what I was going to do. And I thought, do I just push forward with this and, and what it is is what it is? Or am I going to strive for excellence? And, and even though I've made a bit of a mess of it, have another go. So I, I paid. I had to pay quite a bit more money to the cameraman to do another recording session. And the introduction and to the church and the pieces is about 15 minutes. And to give you an idea, it took more than three hours of recording to get 15 minutes. Uh huh. Because there were so many details that we needed to get right. So um, learning how to move my hands to move them at the wrong time. Um, for example, the first 30 seconds at the start of the DVD out in front of the church, we had to do that nine times to get it right. And um, I said to my cameraman, uh, I need your help because I've never done this before. And, and he was he was really fantastic. He said, 
said, John, just relax. He said, every time we have a new journalist, ask at the, at the news station. They all have the same problems that you have speaking to a camera. Uh, because it was quite a strange experience that when you play in public at recitals, you're so happy to be there and just so happy to give the gift and music to the people. And the, 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 you draw energy off of them and, and, and you want to be your best for them. But playing in an empty church and speaking to a camera without a look at that quite a new skill. And this, my, my cameraman Toby was absolutely superb. He, he coached me through it. And we'd do, do a couple of run-throughs and then we'd look at the footage together and he'd say, see how you stop smiling there or um, see how your voice went flat there and he'd have more energy or he'd stop me and he'd say, say it like you really mean it. That you're not just shoot emotion. Right. Right. This is really important to understand. Um, because uh, when when we rehearse rehearse sometimes we forget that we have to do our best right and uh, and uh, by this i mean that uh, we have to play like it's maybe our last try uh, the last time we are playing the organ and sometimes we don't uh, remember this and think oh maybe next time i will get it right which of course is not necessarily true. Right, John? Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So... Um, another another um, difference is that, that initially I was trying to read from a script or, or repeat it from memory. Uh -huh. I, I want to, to say exactly the right words. I after a few injuries that that wasn't working for me. So that was quite a lesson that sometimes you might have a plan of how you, you want to do it, but sometimes you have to be flexible. And so we decided that I know the pieces well and I know the history well, rather than trying to recite it word by word, just relax and have the conversation is if it was to a friend. Mm -hmm. And once I started doing that, the quality improved dramatically. Exactly. Um, and I think uh, um, I'd like to ask you about what was your worst uh, worst moment in, in the entire recording process? What was your lowest point? No, I think there were two lowest points. Uh, the, the first lowest point was when I was listening to all of the recordings of the music. Uh, and sometimes it took, you know, three, four, five times playing through the piece. And I still wasn't happy with it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was um, when I listened to all of those um, run-throughs afterwards. I was quite discouraged because I thought, why can't I get this right? Or I, I think when I recorded it, that, well, that sounds okay, but then when I listened to it afterwards, I was, oh, I made a mistake here, or, or um, 
too much of a day between a stop change here. Um, so that was difficult. And then the other most difficult time was trying to make a decision on whether or not I would re-record re the introduction to the pieces. Mm -hmm. Because I was running out of time and I really wanted to have it finished and done. But um, my friends who I trusted said, doesn't look like you and we really think you should do it again and uh, that cost me more money to, um, to pay the cameraman again and also mentally I sort of closed the chapter on I thought I finished all the recording that's it I just want it done and it was quite painful having to go well you haven't got this right and you have to try again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, it's really discouraging to to see those mistakes when when the time is very uh, uh, time is of the essence, right? You're paying for the cameraman's probably time, and you try to do everything as fast as possible and as best as you can. Um, but those mistakes creep in and you have to repeat and repeat sometimes many times as you say two three hours sometimes uh, are needed in order to create a clean copy of 15 minutes of music right um that's that's a process do you think uh, uh, john that in the future you will be able to make a recording um, faster much so uh, there's so many lessons that I've learned that, uh, that if, when I do volume two and even that even that was quite a difficult decision because when I was designing the cover and the artwork DVD case mm -hmm. I thought do I just leave the title on or do I put volume one because as soon as I put volume one that implies that there'll be a volume two <laughs> And so I thought, no, I need to be brave and commit, commit to volume two. I, I don't have to commit to the date, but I'm committing to volume two, and I'm sure that that will be much, much more streamlined, and uh, I, I'm quite sure that it will be even better. Mm -hmm. um, can you... Uh, uh, tell us what you played in your DVD so that our, our uh, listeners would know. Yeah, so I played um, the, the Carter by Buck, Carter D minor, Prelude and Fugue in F major and G major from the short 8 Prelude and Fugue, Group Dudur, the beautiful Corral Prelude by Buck. Uh, then I played um, Largo from Xerxes by Handel, Prière de Notre Dame by Leon Bolin, and um, uh, I two my own improvisations. One was on Judas Maccabee, which is the hymn tune by the Glory, and In Festivberg, which is the hymn tune A Mighty Fortress of Our God. Uh, plus festive trumpet tune and Nimrod from the Enigma Variations. God so loves the world from 
John, Sir John Stainer's crucifixion and O Saviour of the World by Sir John Goff. Mm-hmm. Wonderful program. And I also have to add that you managed to introduce its, its piece uh, so gracefully um, and um, listeners and uh, people who will be watching uh, this DVD uh, will be enjoying I think your speeches before the pieces a lot thank you very much it's very kind of you and that was that was an interesting decision how to, to manage that because there are many professional organists who recorded the DVD and they tend to have uh, each piece one after and then as a, uh, a bonus section on the DVD they'll have maybe 10 minutes talking about their program or the organ mm-hmm. but the main DVD just jumps from one piece to the next and um, Thomas Hayward who's the only Australian organist in history to go professional um, as a constant, a constant organist touring around the world um, the two DVDs that he has made he spoke about the pieces before he played them and as a listener I found that that was very engaging and added some context so I, I, I thought I would take a risk and and have those introductions before the piece to set the scene. And I, I hope that that makes it more meaningful for the listener. You're exactly right. Uh, as a simple DVD where, where an organist just plays the pieces through, like in a recital setting, uh, would be fine, but um, there is no human-to-human connection without introductions of course you could write the text in the in the liner notes but but um, uh, seeing you talk about them those pieces and your experiences and what you suggest uh, listeners listen to when you play right sometimes it gives um, a, an enormous uh, I, I believe like warm feeling uh, human connection basically and um, I remember when you played here in Vilnius you also introduced those pieces in a similar manner I translated them right and it was really nice uh, people connected to you and actually uh, you you went downstairs to to take a, a bow right and um, uh, one person from our studio or Undamari studio gave you a box of sweets right and uh, a few days ago when we received your package of dvds you wanted us to give one copy of the dvd to that organ student right his name is marek by the way and he travels uh, through several european countries after you know his favorite organists he tries to not to miss any organ recitals not only in vilnius but any other uh, cities in lithuania too but also he travels to latvia to poland and sometimes even to germany Uh, so marek will be delighted to get your dvd also i'll give uh, one copy uh, at your request to Paulus Grigonis, organist of St. John Joseph 
parish here in, in Vilnius. He is uh, my uh, best friend and colleague and uh, he will be appreciating very much. Uh, by the way, Paulus is also participating in our Secrets of Organ Playing contest. So if John, if you, uh, you know, I know you have Steam, Steamit account and are planning to do this. So wonderful, it will be a little uh, community competing uh, <laughs> from around the world too. And uh, then the next copy is already on its way to England uh, to to Mindaugas, our former Undamaris member, who left us uh, because he's now working in England. And uh, he also has uh, uh, experience in organ playing and he appreciated you play very much in Vilnius. So he will be enjoying this too much. Uh, your your playing very much. So thank you so much, John, for your generosity, for sharing those ideas about you recording this DVD. And I wish uh, that you uh, do the second uh, uh, version, a second volume of your DVD in the not-too-distant future. Thank you so much. I, I've really enjoyed my trip to Vilnius and meeting some of your other students and it's a profound impact on my life and the friendships that were formed there that were very exciting and um, it's a real privilege for me to be able to share this DVD with you and your other students. Wonderful. Um, what would be your last... Um advice for organists who would like to record the DVD? Uh, I, I think it's the most important thing is to understand why you want to do it. And I think I shared with you once before that, that I was fascinated. I, I found this seminar on YouTube from a famous opera singer and they said that, that the turning point of their career was when somebody said to them that you need to be convinced that somebody should pay $50 to come and listen to you sing. And at first this opera singer was very apprehensive and full of self-doubt and thought, I don't know why people would pay that much money to come hear me. And they went through quite an inner journey to understand why were they going to sing? And I think it would be great for any other organist to think about why do you want to play and why do you want to record the DVD? And once you understand what those key goals and aims are for, then that, that will drive you through the whole process. Mm -hmm. if, if you're not, not sure at the start or if you're doubting, then you'll give up because it's um, it, it, it takes you so far out of your comfort zone. Well, exactly. You have to answer this deep why question, the deep reason behind you are actually doing this project. And uh, if you're not sure, then in a deep uh, struggles when the darkest hours will hit you, uh, obviously will you will give up probably. 
so I'm so glad that you persevered and you continued to to play even 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 though it took many hours to record uh, you know but um, you know it's it's a first DVD your first achievement the second I guess will be a little bit easier right yes and 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 I think if you have that faith in why you're doing it and that you're doing it for the right reason that that there's so many possibilities that can come out of this exercise that that regardless of if you don't even if you make a financial loss the benefits to you as a person what you learn and the new skills you develop the opportunities that might open to play in other places or to do further recording or um, even um, to experience generosity and interest of other people in your artwork and your music um, so I, I'm so humbled because it's only been just over four weeks since I released the DVD and I've already sold nearly 50 copies and um, I've given nearly 30 copies away as gifts and presents and they were the people who really wanted them. It, it, it wasn't just giving it to them as a token, uh, but they were people who have been very interested in my musical journey. So uh, my initial run was 100 copies and there's only just over 20 left mm-hmm. after four weeks. I find that very humbling. And it's also a very good uh, promotional material, right? Because when you apply, for example, to some organ recital series or uh, organ festival uh, in Australia or abroad, it's best to send send them some some samples of your work. Uh, It doesn't have to be a physical DVD or a CD these days right it can be a link to your youtube channel for example where you would uh, give them a sample of your work or the best uh, pieces that you have recorded and since you have released entire entire you know hour of of music you can pick and choose or put all of them in a in on youtube you know or just part of them uh, as a as a uh, example of your work that that is really i think number one reason why people should record uh, themselves uh, not necessarily to have this physical dvd but uh, to have a, an archive of of their work yes and that's one of my next steps that i, I need to complete fairly quickly is uh, having creating my own YouTube channel and website. That's, uh, that's something that I'll be working on this year. Mm-hmm. Great. And John, if people are interested in uh, getting to know you a little more and even uh, getting uh, your DVDs, where and uh, what's the best way to reach you? The best way would be via email and I'm sure that you'll be able to leave the link uh, in this podcast to my email, and it's john.eliza.higgins at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm also, 
I also have a Facebook page under John Higgins, but um, I'm not, I don't have an active presence on there. So email is probably the most effective. Mm-hmm. So yes, as you mentioned, your YouTube channel and um, website could be probably your next, uh, even before you record second volume, probably it's good to have a place where where you could um, uh, have your presence online, not necessarily only email, but, uh, but people would look at your photos, right, at your resume, at, at your... Uh, recital schedule or maybe even your blog you could you could start writing about your your um, you know day about your doc- documenting your day and it doesn't have to be just organ right because organ is just a part of your activities wonderful um, thank you so much John it was delightful to talk to you and I hope uh, people uh, got the message that you were trying to transmit that that um, uh, first of all it's worth doing uh, recording your your own DVD but before you do it you have to answer the question why mm-hmm. okay and uh, I'm delighted to to talk to you and uh, i'm sitting now in my church and i'm and i'm ready to go and practice for my next recital which is coming up in about uh, less than two weeks and um, i hope you will practice also something too yes yes i'm busy practicing this week ready for the church service on sunday and um, i've also been picking out the new repertoire that I'll learn this year. And if anyone would like a DVD, it would be my pleasure to send it to them. Excellent. So just uh, email John uh, and um, he will write uh, to you very gladly. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful 2019, creative, healthy for your entire family and um, talk to you next time. Thank you so much. All right, guys, this was Vidas. This was John. And remember, when you practice... <laughs> this blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, 
It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Around writes, Hi Vidas and Usha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Usha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.